Blog Talk Radio. Hi guys and gals, this is Jesse. Hey, this is Kyle. Hey, this is Tyler. And Tyler's Tyler. The, Tyler the creator. Yeah, that's already taken. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So this is our newest uh, member to the family as we just added Kyle and uh, I'm sorry, not Kyle, but Tyler to the group here. He's part of our new family as we get started here tonight and we are ready to roll. So basically what we got going on tonight is we have a little bit of E3 to talk about, some unfinished business I think that we didn't get a chance to talk about, and then, of course, we have some top sagas, JK podcast style, so we're going to list off our personal favorites and the worst of them all. So, But first, you can find us at JK Podcast on iTunes, on the iTunes app. You can find us there. Easily go in the search bar, type in JK Podcast, download, yeah. listen, subscribe. And then on top of that, you can find us on Twitter and on Facebook, and the handles are at JKPodcast101, or you can go to our personal Facebook pages and find us that way. And then uh, what was the other way that you can find us there, Kyle? Yeah, also uh, you can find us on Android devices on uh, CastBox, free app. Just download it, subscribe, and you'll also get alerts when we do new episodes. That's right. So it'll automatically download if you listen and subscribe to the apps. Or to iTunes, but first and foremost, you know, we added, like we said, we added Tyler to the show. He's our uh, third individual. And Tyler, kind of tell a little bit about your background to our audience. Uh, Well, I've been living in Georgia for uh, 17 years now. Not, wasn't born here, but it's pretty much the closest thing I've got to home, so it's not that bad. 
Um, I know these guys from working at GameStop, which was, you know, uh, the equivalent to reality hell. <laughs> <laughs> I think we kind of all kind of agree on that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, but no, I mean, uh, I've... Um, I was into music for a long time. Uh, I've always been a writer. I'm going to school for English, eventually hoping to eventually become a professor at some point. See where life takes me. Right, right. (laughs) So Tyler knows a lot about Nintendo, uh, PlayStation 4, a lot of anime stuff. Uh, Pretty much he has strong opinionated answers when it comes to He's very passionate about the topics that we talk about. Only certain things. There are only certain (laughs) things. Not everything. But when it comes to, like, you know, love, drugs, alcohol, and, you know, all that stuff, you know, that's a different topic, you know, I think we all can talk about. But mainly tonight is pop culture. Your gaming world. We talk about E3. We talk about some of the things that we're excited about. I know the guys uh, and I are excited about sharing our personal things that we want to talk about, whereas it can be anything from uh, PlayStation games exclusives and stuff coming out, the Switch exclusives, and then even some of the Xbox exclusives. And then, like I said, we're going to talk about our personal favorite top sagas, where all three of us will debate and name top ten in order, ten to one, uh, best and worst sagas of all time. And I yeah. don't know if that'll be a struggle, but we'll figure a way we were talking without trying to talk about it before the show <laughs> so I know we all have like really strong opinions yeah. on what we really want to name so we, might, we, not, we might end up uh, like a cash of clans or whatever yeah, like, know, right? of clans I mean it might end up being like, a, like a D&D episode except yeah. it might be a little bit more bloody than a woman's first period my dexterity is, <laughs> my, my, my dexterity is really high you ain't knocking me down <laughs> <laughs> So first and foremost, we'll talk a little bit and see how each other's been doing. So Carl, how have you been, man? Yeah, man, been kind of a little bit of stressful than last time. Uh, you know, school stuff bearing down. Yeah. Getting the projects in. So a little bit about what I do, man, is uh, we had to do a portion on a hero. I've, you know, I'm big on cars and stuff like that. So you know, I was a big fan of uh, Paul Walker, but not just a fan, but I see him as a hero because of what he did with. And a, uh, a failed lover. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, exactly having like uh, I had to do a, I did a portrait on him and had to do it in send it into um, you know my uh, school of full sale. So it's it's a challenge sometimes, but it's always good. That was one of the reasons why I apologize for not being on the podcast last time, but it still went well. Right, right. And uh, Tyler, how have you been, man? I'm, I'm vertical and breathing, so that's all we can get. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I mean. It's 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 been it. I'm getting used to the McDonald weather. It's driving me nuts. During the summer, McDonough is just the worst. It's like the top ten most unpredictable places in the world. Yeah, it really stinks. is. Yeah, it really Legitimately, is. it is like one of the most top. It's like in the top ten for most unpredictable weather. Yesterday we had a flash flood and it wasn't even supposed to rain yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> I know it was true. weird. And then well, even today it kind of rained and it stopped yeah. and rained. And well, I was out on the dock down at the lake. Well, it was it was it was raining while the sun was out. Yeah, you know you know what they say about that, right? What's that? It's a devil beating his wife with a cod. Oh, oh, there ain't no trout about that. (laughs) It's like beating a dead horse. Killing it. I love it. So I guess the twice. So we're 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 gonna talk about E3. How'd you guys feel about all the stuff you saw at E3 this year? Man, I'm. 
I'm excited about some of these new games coming out, and some of them I was kind of like predictable, but eh. But, but there's a lot of them that really are highlighted that I'm, I'm looking. But like overall, like what what did you guys feel? You guys feel like, like compared it was to last year? Yeah, like compared to last year, what do you guys? <clears throat> how do you guys feel about it? I feel like last year was a lot better, and I I, yeah. I think it's probably because it's not only that the actual consoles were newer still, mm-hmm. but it was a year where we were looking forward to games not glitching for the first time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's I true. think that's one thing, and then I think another thing is. There were some really cool games, the futuristic games, the games that we kind of know were going to be coming out. And then I think there's a couple of gaming companies that really kind of disappointed. Maybe intentional, maybe not intentional. We'll talk about that. We're on yeah. E3 topics, but um, I don't know. I feel I feel like Nintendo had some pretty cool news, but again, they left it hanging. They did a little bit, uh, you know, coming from like uh, the treehouse. You know, they always have something come from Treehouse, but they're real smart on that. On, I think Tyler might agree with their tactics of bringing things out. Yeah, I mean, it's all about nostalgia for them. That's, that's yeah. pretty much what they are now. They're a yeah. nostalgia company. That's what yeah. sells them. But, I mean, the good thing about Nintendo is they have figured out the perfect recipe to keep rehashing old games but make them new and interesting. Yeah. You yeah. know, on the last podcast, we were chatting about, you know, what, how do we feel about these new franchises trying to re revamp you know right. you got metro yeah. exodus coming out you've got yeah uh, assassin's origins coming out which you know it looks fantastic but i'm still wondering how are they gonna fix the desmond story you know right how are they gonna fix uh, yeah. that type of stuff you know there are certain games that are getting revamped and rebranded and and i i think that the majority of them are just going to be because they're trying to get money from them. now i do think that some of them are going to do well like i was really surprised with andromeda um, Andromeda was one of the ones yeah. that I was super surprised with because I thought that franchise was gone after after um, yeah after the last three one. yeah after mm-hmm. three yeah but Andromeda Andromeda yeah. they they figured out the perfect way to create a whole new plotline and it was fantastic I really do think that Andromeda turned out a lot better right. than I thought it was going and to. you know even when you play the game you still feel like it's a little bit of Dragon Age into it but from Bioware as, yeah, from, yeah. The, from Bioware so but it still has a great story and the graphics are still awesome so yeah. So and E3 I, is definitely looking, I think, a little bit weaker than last year, but I feel like they're building up intensity because it really, honestly, if you think about it, the last few years, Call of Duty has not been Call of Duty, and even you know <laughs> yeah. EA has not been EA. Even Battlefront was awesome to a certain point, but still to a degree was disappointing to some of the fans because yeah. of the promises that weren't kept. Yeah, we talked a little bit about Call of Duty on the last one where um, – Call of Duty, they just went off course. You know, yeah. the reason people mm-hmm. like Call of Duty is it's a war game. Yeah. And the past, the past like three, four games have not been about the war. It's been about right. the gadgets yeah. and going into space. Or yeah. zombies. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. don't get me wrong, I love zombies as much as the yeah. next player. But if I'm gonna pick up Call of Duty, I want it to be a war game. Because right. if I wanted to be sci-fi, I'll go play stuff like Destiny yeah. or Anthem, yeah. which yeah. is exactly. fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and there's a lot of really good games that are coming out that we feel are going to yeah. look awesome. Even the new Assassin's Creed, which we talked mm-hmm. a little bit about, the graphics, the storyline, we're excited about the plot, and it being the, feels like a reboot, like it is the beginning of Assassin's Creed. Well, I did, yeah. I did watch gameplay. Did you guys see the gameplay for that? I saw, I saw a little bit of gameplay. Well, they've added in leveling systems. They've yeah. added in different weapons nice. and stuff. Almost like an RPG type thing. It is, it is definitely a little bit more like an RPG, yeah. much more customizable, which yeah. I'm going to like that aspect. Right. Because that's what a 
people or the the main titles, like you're, you know, you guys are saying, mm-hmm. they're starting to understand that players are looking for this. Yeah. We're looking for that open world. It doesn't matter if we want to play platforming. We'll play a platforming game. We'll do an indie style. We'll buy it from the store. If we want a major title, we're going to buy it. We want to be able to do everything we can possible in this game and explore. Hey, I might want to go over here to this tree and chop it down and turn it into you know, yeah. a weapon, or I might want to do this. How can I make this work for me in my leveling and, you know, going into a deep story? And see, I think that's why people like Last of Us so much. Yes. In Last of Us, you had to get materials and, and create your own thing. Yeah. And games like that make the player much more immersed into it. Yeah. So I think Assassin's Creed is going to be fun to play. I just fear that they're going to butcher the story again. Bro, yeah, that's the main concern I think yeah. we talked about was making sure that it's not just a story within a story, but it's a story that we're going to enjoy and play, and it's not going to kill itself. Yeah. Which yeah. is what we've seen in the last couple of Assassin's Creed. And yeah. I'll say, too, maybe they'll pick up a new, a new, you know, a new fan base because mm-hmm. you guys know, like I just told you guys in the past, I'm not, for some reason, I just never could really get into Assassin's. I don't know if it was the gameplay. It wasn't, you know, for me at the time or whatever, but I just never could get into it. I like the story of some of them that mm-hmm. me and my other friends told me. But I just really couldn't get into it. But this one looks, like you say, on a revamp style. Are they going to you know, push it out? Is it going to have a great storyline? Is it going to pick up a lot of more fans like they want to? Yeah, is so, it going to save Ubisoft's bacon? Yeah. And make them that cash that they desperately need. Yeah. Yeah. Unity killed them. Yeah. We all know because the crew, too, is not going to cut it. Okay? Yeah. The crew. Yeah. The, the first time they did the crew, it wasn't that great. Yeah. And I was yeah, okay. a huge fan. And yeah. we'll talk about that, too, because there are a couple games that I want to completely take a baseball bat and smash it. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go smash it all. Okay. Do I want to go ahead and do that now? Yeah. yeah. And that's, yeah. before you guys go into that, I was going to say a little bit because I know, I know Jesse, I know you guys are also, and Tyler are big of assassins uh, you guys check out the ubisoft website it'll give you a little bit more it does mm-hmm. look like a huge revamp and it says where it all begins set in mysterious ancient egypt assassin's creed origins is a new beginning experience the ways to fight while exploring the great pyramids and hidden tombs across the country of ancient egypt and encounter many memorable storylines along your journey yeah. so I, maybe they'll push this new storyline it'll be great and everybody i think they're going in like a good area because everyone loves Egypt. Everyone right. loves the history, ancient history. So this is great. I just hope they make it accurate. Yeah. That's true too. <laughs> there, there are a lot of things that, that have that we were taught growing up that are not true about yeah. the Egyptians that we have found out a lot recently. Yeah. So so mm-hmm. but to me it looks really good. Like it really does. Yeah. And, and they even made the pyramids, the Great Pyramid of Giza look exactly how they said it was. Yeah. Because back then they said it was made with white stone with a gold yep. cap. And, and that's exactly what they have here. Yep. Yep. I like the fact that they kept the architectural or architectural uh, stuff at least 90 to 100% accurate yeah. on those topics. So, okay, game bashing begins now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I've talked a little bit about it the last podcast, but I'm going to go ahead and take another swing at it. Need for Speed. Why in the world are we making another one a year after the last one came out? And of all of them, it looks just like the freaking Fate of the Furious 8. It talks about revenge, yeah. people turning on each other, you know, the family. I mean, it's the same thing as the movie. So why yeah. not just call it Fast and Furious? Yeah, there's a lot of fan base. I think I can answer that pretty good. They, they did a fan base, you know, like game, basically, and didn't call it that because they didn't want people – they want people to buy that. 
that brand, that Need for Speed brand, and I think that pissed off a lot of people, including myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say, if you guys agree, the last best one was actually a few consoles ago, and I would say Need for Speed Underground because of the content. Well, see, Underground wasn't bad, but my absolute favorite, the best one to me ever was Most Wanted. With Black yes. List and all that. that I was the best one. Every, every cool, single yeah. one of them after yeah. that, I didn't yeah. like nearly as much. Yeah. Underground yeah. 2 and Most Wanted, I think, yep. are the killers in the series. They were the ones, yes. But, okay, so why why make another Need for Speed game a year after? And, and it's coming out the same time as the yep. crew, and they have GT uh, Turismo <laughs> coming out, and then yeah. the Horizon. Well, you also got Project Cars coming out, too, again. Yeah. yeah they're doing another That's true. One. And it's like, I understand there is a, a customer base for those games, but I, I feel what they should do is Sony needs to come up with a plan and say, look, the crew or these games that are our titles, they need to come out every other year so we're not bombarding our customers november and december with a whole bunch of the same racing game it's the same damn thing yeah see honestly you've got you've got the crew you've got forza you've got um what was project cars yeah why do you have all these same racing titles just rotate yeah rotate them them. exactly and it's kind of like what they're doing I, i feel like with assassin's creed and ubisoft ubisoft is seeing how good they're doing with rotating their games. They're doing the division. They're doing some of the other titles that they have, but they saw, and they kind of, I, I want to say, and I hope that they did without unintentionally hearing the fans and saying, you know, we need to take a year off from Assassin's Creed, make it to where it needs to be. Nice. Revamp it, Cause yeah. that really is what put Ubisoft on the map. Yeah. Was Assassin's Creed. That's true. So are they going to start doing that with their titles? Like, you know, what EA is doing with Battlefront. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. they're doing with Battlefield and saying every other year have a team assigned, even though it's the same generic concept, it's just taking an extra year of quality control. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's very fundamental. You hit a nail on the head with that. Yeah, I think that I think that uh, I think that Square Enix is having issues with getting their release dates out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and every other company is having issues with taking their time. Square Enix loves to take their sweet time. They do. And I think it's also they have like too many professionals working on it. Yeah. And I I will hope that they don't pay their people until the the game actually comes out. So that's another whole thing. Well, I will say, well, I guess that's that's a good way to make an incentive for gamers to to make sure that game is great, Mm -hmm. though. Mm -hmm. Because if you're going to get paid at the end and you make sure that game is great, you're going to get paid a lot paid. more. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. I think see, that is why they do that. And see, I'm so excited for July 15th when they announce this new world that they're coming out with. Yeah. They have a new world coming out, and there's rumors that they're probably going to finally, finally come out with the release date for Kingdom Hearts 3. Well, we'll yeah. definitely have to see about that. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's roll into the E3 titles that we actually are excited about. Tyler, I'll let you take, uh, take the reins with yeah. your first title that you – uh, want to talk about? Honestly, out of all the ones that I saw gameplay for, Anthem looks like the most fun. Which is crazy because we're both Sony guys. Yeah. Actually, all three of us are Sony guys. Yeah, yeah. which is insane because so, yeah. I'm not a, I'd so, like, I've never yeah. been a Microsoft guy, but yeah, me, yeah. Anthem looks like, it does. Looks, it, it just looks so solid. Yeah. The entire thing, the graphics look phenomenal. The gameplay looks super smooth. Yep. It looks like you're going to have a lot of options. I, I think that one's probably going to be the one that takes the show. No. Now, Spider-Man looked good, too. Spider-Man did look good. Now, yeah. here's, here's my and thing you know, about Anthem. Is it going to actually happen? Because the last time we got so excited about Xbox One title, what game was it? The one with the dragons, and it almost looked like a 
like a Final Fantasy feel to it, where he was listening through the Beats headset and like all that oh, stuff. Oh yes, yeah. did, um, did they drop that they, title? Yeah, they completely did. dropped I know it. See, because that that, like, that title looked phenomenal. It, did. it looked it like did. so much fun. Basically, the game concept was you had like a futuristic feel to it, where you fought against other people with your dragon, and you could capture dragons and fight people with other dragons. Yep. And it was really freaking cool. And Microsoft was like gung ho about it. It was going to be exclusive. They're going to release yeah. a console with the game. But they just dropped it on us here. So my question is, Anthem looks awesome. It looks really cool. Maybe mm-hmm. some of the same guys who worked on that original other game that we were talking about. And my question is, are they going to actually make it happen? I think, I think honestly, if they want, if they want to compete with PlayStation this year, they got to make Anthem happen. Yeah. yeah. And the reason I say that is because I don't know about you guys, but I think the Halo franchise is pretty much dead. Oh yeah, I know that. And now that, that was that was. That was their biggest franchise that they wrote forever. Yeah, and then they when need Bungie yeah. just switch right and over to Destiny. Yeah. It really killed that. Oh yeah. yeah. So they need they need a new single hitter title that they can ride for another few years. And yeah. I think Anthem is going to be the one that they ride. And that's what's honestly I think been keeping Xbox like on the bottom and killing yeah. itself is the fact that there's no exclusive titles that are big hitters. Yeah, and I, I hear a lot of fans of Xbox. They're even ragging them about it. Yeah, I mean think about it. You have Horizon Zero Dawn that came out this past oh, summer, yeah. right? Phenomenal. What Xbox One title can you name that came out this year? Not this summer, but this year that's yeah. going to compete with that. Oh, man. Because I can't think of one. I know. Me either. I can't. Not crazy. I never yeah. thought about that's that. That's the thing is PlayStation, PlayStation really just, uh, as far as exclusive goes, Nintendo has it all. Like, Nintendo right. has all their exclusives locked down. But PlayStation, for the past few years, when PS4 came out, they took the lead in exclusive. And it's crazy. Because before that, when the Xbox 360 and the PS3 were out, um, Xbox had the majority yeah, of the... it was like boom, 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 like yeah. back and forth. But Xbox ended up, at the end of the Xbox 360 Live, they ended up with more exclusives on their system. And if you really want to get into it, it makes PlayStation look like the, you know, the Golden State Warriors and... You went there. I All went right. there. Kevin I went Durant there. Because right? you have LeBron James, yeah. and I'll give it to you. Halo. New new news, old news, right? Yeah. Years of War is your Halo. Yeah. New news, old news. Okay. But aside from that, and Dead Rising. Okay. Yeah. What other title has been so big for Xbox to have? And we can't even include Titanfall anymore because. It is for both consoles now. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. think about it. You have PlayStation has Uncharted series. Now, I know it's not as big because when I went to the conference for managers, <clears> they said only 30% of the PlayStation users play Uncharted. And they wanted it to increase because they felt like it was the best, you know, series. But yeah. if you want to take that out of the, you know, picture, you have Last of Us. Yeah. One of the most iconic and one of the best yeah. games of all time, honestly. Yeah. You have, uh, Horizon, or, I'm sorry, Horizon Zero Dawn. God of War. Yeah. God of War. God of War, yeah. And you've got, I mean, you've got so many that you can go and down. Final, Final Fantasy up until Final, this one was yeah, all Final yeah, Fantasy. PlayStation. Um, and now Crash Bandicoot being re- yeah. re-released. And then Ratchet and Clank. I'm a fan of Ratchet and Clank from PS3. So you see, PlayStation has been killing it, I feel, because not only are they coming out with better exclusives, but they're being smart. They're yeah. unlocking the exclusive Xbox had that made it such a powerful console. And making it available for both consoles, such as Titanfall. 
Yeah. So yeah. One of the biggest reasons why we sold a lot of Xboxes the first year it came out was because of Titan. That is true. See, when they first came out, though, I was just, I, I paid attention to the rates. Cause right. It, after the first year, whoever has the lead has the lead for like the next three, four yeah. years. Yeah. And yeah. PlayStation, right. uh, PlayStation, I sold the Xbox that year mm-hmm. like two to one. Now, uh, Kyle, check this out too because I don't know if this is true or not. But I remember seeing a zombie playing game where it's basically one of the games. Yeah, it's gone. Now. Is Days that an exclusive oh, or is yeah. that for both consoles? That is. I think I, it's. I want to say. Yeah, let's let's look at it real I quick. I think it's an exclusive. But yeah, I, think I, I don't want to say, but I'm pretty mistaken. sure. Yeah, it, I think it is. Um, let me see real quick. Yeah, see what you got. Because the game on there, the actual trailer is pretty freaking cool. Oh, oh no, 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 it is uh, for both consoles. Uh. I know it's on PS4. I think it's a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, if that's the case, that's going to be one of the most intense games as far as killing. And and there's another one right here. That's another exclusive. Yeah, and you know there was when this first was appeared, you know, um, on the internet, and they had a a small trailer that we saw even when we were both still working for GameStop. They had they were saying, oh well, is is this the you know conclusion is this you know going to be for last of us and they never said they just kind of beat around the bush and then all of a sudden we got the second one coming out now on last, yeah, of us. last so of us. they yeah. so that everybody out there that's wondering days gone is going to be separate because last of us is coming out with part two and if you really think yeah. about it, days gone is like a multiplayer that is dead rising yeah so it's true it competes with that series too and i bet you that xbox probably had that up their sleeve and now they're probably thinking what the fuck are we going to do now yeah yeah wbf where's the food but not yeah. the food right. exactly right <laughs> so, i remember when i remember when i went to conference a couple of years ago in vegas and microsoft's new president was mainly talking about winning the exclusives yeah he needs to be fired he honestly he should have <laughs> been fired as soon as he came up with the idea to start Start making it harder for Xbox players to even play online, yeah. play games like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what killed their sales at the beginning, was because mm-hmm. they changed all their rules. And PlayStation was like, uh, "We're going to give you a much better deal. Here you go. Yeah. It's cheaper. The the yearly membership's cheaper, and you get a lot better stuff with it." And not yeah. only that, too, you think about this: PlayStation not only did a one-up by making better exclusives, getting the indies in there that you want. Even the free games are pretty sweet and awesome, but they are starting to turn to an entertainment console too, which is what Xbox is mainly doing. Now, Microsoft has done nothing but become more entertainment. And, and it mm-hmm. seems like they're trying to gain ground or make up for losses in sales by unlocking what they've already started to do is old, old games you can play from the beginning of Xbox to now, yeah. which is cool. Don't get me wrong. But it's not going to sell people on the games that are coming out, the $60 right. games or $70, $80 yeah. games for the new titles. And like, like you said, Tyler, Halo is kind of like a concept that is dead or dying, mm-hmm. even with it being revamped. You Halo can only do Wars. so much. Yeah, and, and you can only do so much because Halo Wars 2 is coming out this year. And of all the games that Halo has come out in all the series, Halo Wars was one that is the lowest selling just mm-hmm. of, the, yeah. of the saga. Yeah. I don't think that comes from because it wasn't focused on the main stories that they usually make. Right. It was just on let's just do some multiplayer. I can tell from the I didn't only play well, it. Halo Wars was an extreme strategy game. Yeah, yeah. it was just most complete, most, yeah. most people who play Halo they're they're trying to play a shooter game. They're not trying exactly. to play strategy. Don't get me wrong. There's some people that love that game. Right. But well, it's like this. You want to play as Master Chief. Not yep. Final Fantasy Tactics on Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. 
Or mm-hmm. tower defense. Tower defense. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Can you, crush. you want to do that? You're going to buy a ten dollar game to play that. You know. know. Or just like, pick up Suka. Yeah, I, I feel like that Halo, the Halo War series is probably just as much fun as you would have like an, an app or something. Yeah. You know, an RPG or something like that. But Kyle, what do you got? Man, I'm I'm really uh, looking forward to. Well, I was going to say something about Anthem. I was kind of watching this as we were talking a little bit. Uh, it has an intro trailer from Anthem, and it looks like a super souped-up version of Destiny, if you follow me on this, but even better because it's got that mech feel because you suit up in into the armor that you use. Mm-hmm. But, and it looks like, you know, an overview of kind of like a Destiny mix with, like, Mech Warrior a little bit, but then also it's, like, set not in the future so far. So you, you maybe you can grasp your concepts a little bit more. And it has a, it looks like it's going to have a good storyline. So isn't it post-apocalyptic? I think so. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. supposed to be like like right there. The graphics looks look amazing. I think the thing I'm most I'm most excited about that game for it is yeah. flying around in that jetpack. Yes. yes. <laughs> it looks like Infamous and Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, and then you know it's got all that together, so you know if it's you're going to hit all kind of fan base, and they're going to enjoy you know certain things in the game more than others. And then what I'm really excited about too. Um, and I know you guys as well, we were talking about it last time, and I think we talked a few podcasts, you know, back about it, but I got some more information on Battlefront 2. Nice. They are going to fix, um, DICE has really listened to, uh, the fans out there. Um, they're doing a lot more also battle, it kind of ties in with Battle Battlefield 1 that I played. They've got a lot, I mean, they got this thing like, uh, online where you can do like Battle, Battlefront Friday nights, play with the, um, EA and DICE guys. And see how well you go up against them and all that. Um, and then, so what they're doing with this is they're fixing a lot of uh, glitches, a lot of um, hit points. They're fixing um, the balance of the maps, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, so that's going to be good. And then that whole storyline they're going to include mm-hmm. with the lead character being this lady that is uh, on the Empire side. It's going to show the side of the Empire of what's going on. Mm-hmm. After they blow up the Death Star, yeah, uh, you can do different storylines and mix and match them. And long, uh, you can be Darth Maul versus, uh, you know, uh, Ray. Mm-hmm. So they're going to introduce all kinds of new concepts. And yeah, that's what I'm excited and, about. And they're and they're going to be telling a story about uh, uh, Squadron One Fifty One. Yes, Squadron One Fifty One, which is, is going to be fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah, it's going to be wonderful to see what they're going to do with everything. So that's what I'm really uh, excited about as well. Yeah, I was surprised you didn't mention Spider Man. That was I, awesome. I, yeah, Spider-Man. I mean, yeah, I mean, so I the, new well. the new Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man was fantastic. Actually. Oh my gosh, man! I, I watched gameplay on that for probably about thirty now, minutes. How sneaky was that? Like to yeah. introduce of all the titles that came <laughs> out, of all the games that you would think that they were going to announce, and all the games that would get you the most excited, how sneaky was it that Spider-Man actually is a game that everybody wants to play? Mm-hmm. And especially after the last couple of Spider-Mans that had come out. Yeah. Well, the well, the Amazing Spider-Man, the first one, was awesome. Like, yeah. It was actually really good during the time that it came out. Mm-hmm. Two, it was okay. It wasn't quite as great. But this yeah. one, this one looks great. Yeah. The It kind of reminds me of uh, when I first started watching it, kind of like um, Splinter Cell mixed in with some Metal Gear. You almost yeah. feel like you're Solid Snake almost. With, like, <laughs> together, and then you're like all of a sudden, but then you got, you know, Spider-Man's abilities. And then you're just like putting these guys in the weeds and webs and getting them out of the way so right. that other ones don't see them. I think that's going to be a cool concept. <laughs> so, well, I think yeah, dude. Even the freaking outfit looks pretty sweet. Like yeah. the graphics itself. When I saw it, I was 
I was like, it's a movie. Yeah, it, I mean, it was, the the graphics for this Spider-Man is probably the best out of any of them. Yeah, of course. I just hope it's not a flop. Yeah, yeah. me too. I think it's going to be really good though. I think Marvel did a good job of. I saw a couple more trailers uh, recently. How you know it's going to tie into Iron Man is kind of like you know, hey, I'm trying to mentor you. Right. After the whole collapse of war with Captain mm-hmm. America and mm-hmm. Iron Man, you know, going back and forth. I think this kind of tie is going to make it more accelerated. I guess you could say of excitement. Right. And people are like, oh, man, I can actually see what's going on. And, you know, it being homecoming, so he's got his new suits. He's got different things. I think they might, mm-hmm. hopefully, is what I'm looking at, as, as crazy as it sounds, maybe they'll introduce uh, Spider-Gwen as well, because out there that they may chop up a movie for it. I don't Did know. They, they said anything about possibly since you're suit uh, accessories and stuff, will yeah. we eventually get the Iron Spider suit? Exactly. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's been in it. No, it hasn't been in any yeah. games yet. I feel like yeah. And if they're going to be introducing Iron Man in here as his mentor, they should definitely throw the Iron, Iron Spider suit. in there. That is awesome. <laughs> now, another thing, too, is that we saw, you know, when the Xbox One and PlayStation came out, The Witcher was a one-and-done concept. It was no one asked, a one-night stand, okay? Yeah, and it did so phenomenally well that it was game of the year. Yep, it sold the most DLC. Yeah, it had the best DLC, true. and it had even the secondary game Gwent was a big hit, and it's even a free, uh, a free game that you can download on PlayStation now to play as well. In case you guys haven't heard, but yeah. they announced another Witcher game. I'm excited in the fact yeah. that of the fact that it has a great story. It already has that RPG feel, but you're playing and and doing a lot of things that you would do in an RPG world, and the game itself, if you get Game of the Year, why not bring it back? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. I mean, the last one was extremely solid, and they came out with that entire new card game that people were actually getting into. Like, That's crazy. Yeah, that's true. It's like a game inside of a game. It's almost Inception. <laughs> I remember when I was uh, the manager over in Covington, and I had one girl who was my SGA. Her name was Sarah. And she wanted that collector's edition. And it was mainly for the Gwent cards. Mainly for the Gwent cards. And she was so upset when she got the collectors for PlayStation because it only had like one or two, whereas the Xbox one had a deck Uh of the Gwent cards. And you actually, uh, from that point on, I think, you know, they figured out that they had something special. You know, with that game, within the game. It's kind of like when you play like Pirates, you know, Black Flag. They had a couple of really awesome games. I mean, yeah, well, it's kind of following along within uh, Fallout because you got all those special Fallout, amenities. Yeah, yeah. You've got like the bobbleheads. You've got something little sweet in there, like almost like an Easter egg mm-hmm. that you get while you get this game. You can actually interact in real life. Well, I mean, also the fact that you can pay three hundred dollars on ThinkGeek and actually get a Pip Boy, but we're not going to get into that. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying though, you got all these little Easter eggs that you can have in your house and someone's like, you know, someone comes over and like, dude, you you love Fallout? Oh, that's cool, you got a bobblehead or whatever, you know. And it's funny that you mentioned it too, because that was one of the things that we Tyler and I talked about. And get Tyler to, a chance to kinda of pop in and then you too yeah. on what you feel. But I feel like thinking more about it, I feel like Bethesda, Bethesda has taken a year off. Because the, you think about it like this. Well honestly honestly they you get a lot of their sleeve though. Well, I think that's one thing, but okay, Elder Scrolls Skyrim came back out. We've been waiting for that yeah. since the consoles came out. The remastered version. Okay, that, that's cool. Uh, Fallout 4. Everybody was stoked about that game, okay? And being able to play those mods on both is awesome. And then having some of the original game, Definitive Editions and stuff come out. 
But this year you have Dishonored, the newest one coming out. Yeah. Yep. Where the female protagonist again in the mm-hmm. game, which is, I mean, it's fine, you know, whatever. And then you have Wolfenstein 2 coming out as their top two big hits. Now, yeah. Tyler, I know we talked a little bit about it. Do you feel like they're taking a year off? Well, um, as it, to be honest, I do. Because uh, they're not really they're not really releasing anything big and new. Mm-hmm. As far as like Wolfenstein goes, uh, I think it looks good. I think I'm gonna have fun playing it. But it just kind of feels like a rehash. Same thing with Dishonored. I mean, after the first one, even the second one, the second one was okay. The first one was pretty good. But to me, Dishonored just wasn't up to par. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. you got games like Bioshock, which which is the same kind of game feel and play and everything. But Bioshock was just a much better story. Oh, yeah. So much more to do in the great. world. Um, I feel more like they're not taking. Maybe some of the main guys, like you're saying, are taking off, but they're like t- letting like um, picking up on some of their other titles for now, and then they're going to bring something big out later, like like you're saying. Which, as I'm looking on the website now, you know they've been really really big on Quake right now. They're doing some revamps. They're making some new maps for Quake, and they're also making new maps and things for Doom. Um, but the thing though is this. But they're but you're right. Bethesda is known for Fallout. Yeah. Skyrim or Elder Scrolls. Well, Elder Scrolls Online Online was just they they did release DLC for that, so they they are coming out with that. But I don't know. I don't really know how much content is really going to be in that. But that's the Doom's VR. Yeah, we talked about that. Like (laughs) sick. (laughs) So okay, so Tyler, you feel like they're taking the year off? I I think they're I think they're taking the easy way out this year. uh, Just trying to get some titles out there so they can keep the revenue in, but. I think that they need to take if they're if they're going to just do these rehashes, they need to take this year and make some. Sports team that's kind of like all right, we're conceding the year we're gonna get a number one draft pick, and next year we're gonna come back out. And <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's what's gonna happen. I feel, and Kyle, I'll let you chime in with it too. I feel like they're definitely gonna have something big, and the big thing is this. Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Number six. Yeah. I think that's coming out next year. Possibly another Fallout. Maybe. I know that they generally wait several years, but here's the kicker, guys. Quietly in waiting. Santa Monica Studio has been making uh-huh. Grand Theft Auto for the yeah. last five, six years. And this is this is the new one where it's going to have all the games in it, right? Yeah. And where you can actually go to the yeah. airport and fly to each exactly. section. Yep. But not everybody's talking about this, which I'm very surprised. Red Dead Redemption. Now, they announced it, and it's coming out this year, but is Santa Monica Studios going to come with a back-to-back title year like they used to and have Red Dead come out this year and then next year grant that? Because if they do that, then it's going to screw companies up like Bethesda, who takes a year off and announces a huge game. Now, of course, for us gamers, we're going to be happy because we'll have like five or six, seven, eight titles that we're going to want to buy yeah. to play like we did a year or two ago. But yeah. is it going to screw them up because you have Red Dead that came out in Christmas and then all of a sudden GTA comes out in September, August time? Yeah. Well, I guess it depends. I mean, if we're talking about them releasing these titles next year, not this year, you're right. talking about next year, Christmas time. Right. Yeah. Then whatever Bethesda decides to come out with that next year, they better put their whole heart and soul into it. And it better not be some online no, shit. No, they, yeah. They honestly, Elder Scrolls Online was okay. Their first launch of it, horrible. It was horrible. 
But the the new version, it was okay. Mm-hmm. I loved Skyrim way more than the than mm-hmm. the regular than the new online version. Yeah. So whatever one that they come out with, if they're gonna try and bring it out during titles like Red Dead Redemption, which you know made game of the year, you know you've got um uh what was the other title? Um. Uh, uh, we're talking about Xbox. Um, we have Red Dead Redemption. Uh, we're talking about Anthem coming out. Um, let's see. Of course, they're probably going to do another Gears of War. They have yeah, the yeah. titles every year coming out again. Yeah. So you have those big titles from Xbox. Well, you know something else too, Tyler, is this. Um, and I would like to see this. I know it's a little bit off topic, but you have Call of Duty making World War Two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we all know they stole that from Battlefield. Yeah. Okay. Now I was going to say. Do you feel like okay? Two or three years ago, I predicted that Battlefield or Call of Duty would be dead in the next four or five years because mm-hmm. there's just no no good content coming from either one. Yeah. And continuous flops from both. Yeah. Now, do you feel like Battlefield EA should be ballsy and say, you know what, suck it back row, and we're going to make Call of Duty Battlefield 2 World War Two, and have a Battlefield version and then go head-to-head like they used to and see who is the best person that comes out on top. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Um, like, you have Call of Duty World War Two coming out this year. Yeah. So you think next year, Battlefield yeah, comes yeah, out World War II. Come in with that. I think, because um, I'm, I'm a big first-person shooter, and I've always I've always been a fan of, of you know, uh, the competition of playing online, seeing if I could do good, you know, how long can I last, all that kind of thing. I really like the simulation and the tactical parts of dice and battlefield because it's more real as in like if you hit someone they're going down pretty much you know what i mean within range you know you know you got arcade you know got hardcore so if it's real it's going to happen um i think with call of duty you know with them coming out with you know the um the last one of those futuristic stuff yeah they were answering the call you know a dollar late and you know a day late and a dollar short but then all of a sudden, oh, this is what the fans want. So they come out really quick with World War II because that came out really quick and out of nowhere. I yeah. think they did it to steal it, though. But what were you going to say, Tyler? Yeah, what you got, Tyler? Oh, I, I lost my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're like both agreeing. Like, I, yeah. I feel like this is one topic that is well, what I, I, I What I was going to say is that I hear that comment a lot about Battlefield in comparison to Call of Duty, especially with like the original Battlefield, Bad Company and all that. You used to yeah. be able to just straight demolish the entire field. Yeah. And that's something you can't do in Call of Duty. Call right. of Duty yeah. is just, just frostbite engine stuff they have. Yeah, and see, I, you know, I think that honestly, if Call of, if Bat, if, if Battlefield were to just, you know, decide next year, you, you know, let's do World War II like, like Call of Duty, I think Battlefield would win. And I'll tell yeah. you why. is because I think Battlefield is going to make it feel more real than Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that probably will end up having a better a better story. You have Call of Duty World War II has D-Day, one of the most iconic, you know, moments yeah. that you could possibly have. Yeah. You know, what they could do to one-up it is, you know, the stories of the island hopping in the Pacific, going into Berlin mm-hmm. from Russia. Or from the you know allies front on the west side, you know, that's which is what, something that's not always talked about, right? Because if you look at Battlefield One, World War One, they have different stories from different areas of the world. Mm-hmm. They could do the same concept in World War Two and still do just fine. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, okay, so we we're talking a lot about futuristic ideas, but we really want to see happen and some ideas that we, you know, think could possibly happen. Some disgruntled areas we've already bashed a couple of games. Um, we've I already laid the woods. I got a bash one. 
Okay, and Kyle wants to bash I, one. Because, you know, I'm a huge Aliens fan of okay. Ridley Scott. I love his films. I love the futuristic stuff. I love Prometheus. I don't know how you guys feel about those. But the games just drop. Every game, since you think about this, every game since 8-bit or even or even 16-bit with Nintendo Super Nintendo, every Aliens game has been just a huge flop, and you just want to take it and just throw it up in the air and just bash it or shoot it. How do you guys feel about that? Well, me personally, I agree. I feel like the Alien games are kind of all rehashed of each other and yeah. they're not really all that well developed from the beginning. So yeah. it's just kind of like, you know, we're going to regurgitate crap over and over. Again. Yeah, just yeah. like Aliens Colonial Marines. I got it from me now because I was going to look it up. I mean, it was crazy, it's too, crazy. Is, is that we talk about that. And even the Nintendo Switch had a bundle where you could get Colonial versus Marines on the Switch. Yeah. And I feel like that was one thing I was really disappointed with the Switch on was the fact that you had these older titles attached to a new console. Yeah. Why? Why Why do you do that? I don't understand. But I understand that they had Splatoon because that was their number one selling game on the Wii U, so why not bring that to familiarity yeah. for, you know, Nintendo gamers? But they, I feel like they should have invested more in the games that are coming out this year for Switch, Skyrim, mm-hmm. and NBA 2K. Yeah. Well, see, I will say that there are a couple of titles on, on the Switch that I'm pretty excited for. Like, for example, I watched a lot of gameplay from Monster Hunter. And Monster, the new Monster Hunter looks awesome. And I think yep. it being on the Switch, it's going to increase sales. Oh, yeah. And I think the, the graphics for this new Monster Hunter are ridiculous. They, they and there's are, such a fan base out there. Every time I go to a con, every time I go anywhere, everyone's like, man, you yeah. got that new Monster Hunter. And everyone's going around with your, your 3DS and stuff. So you've got it on a 3DS, and then all of a sudden you've got it on the Switch. So it's like you got yep. your 3DS feel. But on an upgraded system, and it's going to be huge. Here's the crazy thing. I don't even know if y'all heard about it. I'm going to throw out there and get y'all's opinions on it. Is this. I just read an article not too long ago. I think it was yesterday. And remember when Sega came out, and it was the last true generic fourth company to compete as a whole. Right. You had the Knights of the Round Table. You had Sega. You had Nintendo. You had Microsoft. And you had Sony. Yeah. Well, there is a fourth member coming back to the table. When I say back... I mean, there's a new console coming out. Mm-hmm. And I'm not clear if it's coming out this year or if they're going to make it and build it for next year, but Atari is getting back into gameplay. No. And they're making another okay. console. So do you feel like Atari is going to be a Rembrandt brand where they come in for a year and they're gone? Or do you feel like they can actually compete? Well, I think that really mm-hmm. depends. I mean, yeah. um, I guess it really depends on how much funding they have. And then it also depends on what kind of market strategy they go, go for. Yeah. I mean, you've already got Nintendo in the market, which sells nostalgia. That's their brand. That's what they label. Atari is a nostalgic system, but can they come in a, come into a, a come to the table with somebody who that's their brand already? Yeah. Are they going to try like you're saying? Are they going to try to hit on you know the guys that are guys and gals that are like 60, 50, 40 right there when they played the original Atari, or you know are they going to try to revamp the whole thing, come out with some of those titles they already had exclusively, bring them back? do a new system, a whole revamp, and it's going to be, like, updated on 4K, or is it going to be, like you said, like, is it going to be nostalgic? So, so I'll ask you both this. Two games that you want to see on the Atari. Tyler, you go first. On the Atari? Yeah. Mm. Oh. Uh, I mean... Honestly, I never really played the Atari, so I don't even know what... It could mean. be any any title. Any, any, any title. title. Well, that's hard because I don't even know what kind of system it would play like. I don't even know what controller would be like. Well, let's just picture it as like a Dreamcast build. 
where you can yeah. play the Atari brand games, like you would have like Sonic Hedgehog, stuff like that, on the Sega Dreamcast, on Atari, but any game that you would want to see on it that you think would help it succeed. Well, I think if, if I were Atari, the thing I would do is I would try and go for the new age games. You know, they could tell yeah. a little bit of nostalgia, so if I were to say, I'll, I'll pick one nostalgic one and one... Uh, uh, one like New Age. I think it would be awesome to see Atari pick up, um, uh, pick up a game like Destiny or Call of Duty or something, just so they can actually get you know Some the online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Competition. They and if they don't do online, that's just gonna hurt. So they're gonna have to do some sort of online servers with it. Now, as far as nostalgic goes, I think one of the most fun games that would be really fun to play again, nostalgic, maybe they could upgrade it, would be like uh, Galactica. That yeah. Would be cool. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's one that was on that system. So I mean, that would that would be cool. I would have to add um, one that I always like playing that my papa had because he had an Atari at his house was uh, Battlezone. Okay. It's about tanks. But it's uh it's like tactically going in and um you know when you would have to shoot so kind of the classic uh physics coming to play you have to like aim your shots down mm-hmm. but maybe they could like upgrade it somehow to where you know you got to shoot through a building and go through here or you know do something like that so that would be cool to see them That'd be bring that cool, back yeah. you know I would like to see asteroid shooter you know something like that uh, yeah. yeah and maybe like a yeah. pack like you could buy like on PlayStation has a Super Star Wars pack yes where they have like Pong and Snake and stuff dig down. Like <laughs> Minecraft is so huge now, but when it was really getting big, it was the interaction. 
It wasn't about the graphics. It wasn't about, you know, the gameplay as, as in, like, with the, uh, you know, how accurate it was. It was just getting together with your friends, building this, you know, getting to the levels where you're like, hey, I got this huge house. I've got this, you know, huge building. You guys come hold up in the fort here. Yeah, it's about so having it's the about options. That, yeah, the it's, options. It's all about being able to customize your game yep. to your pleasure. Yep, yep, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I think that they're really starting to appeal to the gamer as far as design concept. You know, we have all these options, but here, you pick what you think is the best for your character, yeah. whereas it used yeah. to be weapon packs, stuff like that. Now it's what your character looks like. So going into a separate little topic here, I uh, just saw here, you can go on to www.celebratetolkien.com, you know, famous J.R.R. Tolkien, yes. from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. In Greenville, South Carolina, they're having a special event, which we shared to our Facebook page, so if people want to see it, they can. It is going to be Celebrating Tolkien. It's from November the 9th through the 10th. You can go there, and they will be doing everything J.R.R. Tolkien, and they're going to relive life works, books, movies, stuff like that, from his, uh, you know, his background. So, so that's pretty cool. cool. It's funny you say that, because recently I found out that uh, 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 Tolkien's son, Mm-hmm. Is actually continuing the Lord of the Rings books. Now that oh, no. awesome. he's he's writing a that, whole new story. It's more of a love story this time, but he right. is continuing in the Lord of the Rings realm. That's what I heard. That's about that's pretty cool. Time. Yeah, I would time. I would say that too. Yeah, it's about time. It's um, really neat. Okay, so the next uh, part of our show that we were going to talk about is our personal top ten sagas uh, that we think are the best and the top ten. Worst, starting with 10 to number one. So, instead of one through 10, it's 10 to one. So, this is the part where we all, I guess, get to see how moldish we are as a group here um, and how, how we're going to make this work. So, I think here's what we should do it'll be easier, I think, to talk about the best first. Okay. And the worst, yeah. we can we can definitely start, you know, later on and we can book it and make it feel the way we want to make it feel. So, um, here's what I think we should do. Um, all right. We should probably have something pulled up so we can type it so we don't talk about the same thing. Um, so both you guys either or, and I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to like pull something up so I can type while we talk. Well, I think everybody, I think at the table for one, we can agree on Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's like a given. That Star, one, Wars Star Wars is probably going to be up there in the side. Yeah. yeah. Like Star yeah, Wars exactly. is going to be in the top three at least. Yeah. It's so. not going to be number 10. No. Yeah. Yeah, number 10. Okay. So here's what I think we can do. And I think so once we set it in stone, like once we name it, we can't go back and be like, you know what? That was actually better, but we can't do it continuously. Yeah. So like, for example, if we say Star Wars is number one, but then we feel like a certain other saga was better, then we can't go back. Okay. Yeah. So okay. here we go. Number 10. I have a couple of opinions. Okay. Okay. I think you can either do like Star Trek or possibly Hunger Games. I, I would say that I would say that Star Trek yeah. is probably sitting in the yeah. ten for me. No, okay. Um, I I think that I think that Star Trek they've put out a good few mu- movies and especially the newer ones have done a pretty good job. Um, but as far as franchises go, they just didn't blow up nearly as much as a lot of the ones that have come out recently. Now, do you think it's so. because Star Wars is back too? I think that that definitely I would, affects I think it. Affects, yeah, I think that I definitely, definitely affects it. But I also think that. I also think that the Star Wars fan base is just that much bigger now. Yeah, yeah I would agree. Okay, so Star Trek, we agree, number 10. Yeah, Okay. but I will say, too, uh, you know, touching on that, I think that uh, 
um, the director, um, not Michael Bay, but um, so J.J. Abrams, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. J.J. Yeah. Abrams. They did a magnificent, just a great job with Chris Pine and the and you know reinducing the new Star Trek series, yeah. make it more upbeat for the new crowd, for the new generations of this is the action that needs, this is what it needs. We can have, we have better net technology now. Let's go into this. Yeah. Let's get these shots. Yeah. And I think it, I think it all correlates together. I think I, it made it you know, better for a, everybody. I think they did a really good cast too. Uh, I love yeah. Benedict Gumberbatch. Yeah. As, um, uh, oh, he was phenomenal. I love. He was great in uh, uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So um, let's see. What do we think for number nine? Number nine. Okay, so that brings us into and I'm typing it so people can see it on our Facebook page. Number ten, Star Trek. Okay, the Star Trek yeah. targets. Okay, number nine. Okay, uh, you know, number nine. You can think of a few different kinds. I think Hunger Games is in play. Uh, Divergent. Divergent is yeah. another one that you could definitely look into. Children of Dune, an old classic. Uh, you know, is that it's not well known, but is that a good saga to be in the top ten of all time? That sort of thing. So, what do y'all think? Well, and yeah, I can see that. Well, I, 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 me personally, I don't know much about Children of Dune, but um, I will say that I think that if if any one of them were bigger than the others, I would probably say that the Hunger Games would go before Divergent. Yeah, Divergent was yeah. cool, but they came out at the wrong time. Honestly, I feel like Divergent would have done better mm-hmm. a few years later after the Hunger Games because do, they do felt guys, very similar to each other. Yeah. Do you guys feel that that Divergent has kind of a uh, a feel of um? I just had my train of thought with it, but um, I'm about to come back to it. But uh, it has a it has a feel of the same series. Um, but Divergent, Divergent, I think you're right. It, it came out at the wrong time. If it had a few years on it, I think it would have been perfect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's a great series. It, it really is. It's got a lot of good storylines there. I think it, the fan base is pretty strong there. Um, I think a perfect title to follow that up with, with the same concept, the same amount of fandom, would be um, Underworld. Underworld? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I can sell yeah. I hate yeah. to put it that low on the list, oh, but I feel man. like... I think that... that that probably fits best where it's at too. Number eight. Yeah, I think number eight would be Underworld. Underworld, it's a fantastic it's, series. It's just yeah. the fan base isn't nearly as big as the the other ones. Yeah. I mean, I like Underworld, but I, I can tell you that I can't go watch Underworld with all my friends. Yeah, it's That's true. true. So if you like I would, Underworld, I would agree with that statement big time. So, so I'm gonna, you have that. I'm gonna ask you about this. Ready? Underworld. Do you like it? And it's just a yes or no. Do you like it because of Kate Beckinsale, guns and leather. I, I, I. It's not so much the action for me, or the leather, or the guns. It's <laughs> yeah, more of, underneath. I love the lore. I love the lore of lichens. I love the lore of yeah, vampires yeah. and everything. Which I, I'm also on season three of Bitten right now. I know it's crazy, but that's just a cool series. I like follow the storyline. So if you guys haven't checked it out, you love lichens and werewolves. Definitely check that out. I haven't checked that out, but I did watch the Netflix original Hemlock Grove, and that I love Hemlock Grove. Hemlock Grove was pretty, was pretty, yeah. pretty awesome. And you know what it's we should awesome. do is maybe in a, a later show, we, and maybe later on this year, we can name our top ten favorite Netflix original. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, let, let them let them come out with some more stuff. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. I'm super excited for Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we can all agree with that, man. October, October Halloween. Okay, yep. number seven. We roll into it. 
Okay, what what do you think can fit on that list? Honestly, I think this is where Hunger Games fits. Hunger Games. I think this is okay, where Hunger Games. But even fits. even bigger uh, statement here because I got I got some arguments with that. Um, you know where it should go. All right, over Hunger Games, the Matrix series, because the Matrix series has its own special thing with even bringing in some new technology that they didn't have before with cameras and special effects and everything else. So where does now, the Matrix sit? Well, see, Matrix would sit higher for me than yeah, well, me too. Thing. Really? Okay. But okay. because I, me personally, I love all the lore of Matrix. There's so are we going to say that number six is Hunger? I'm sorry, not Hunger Games, but uh, so number seven would be Hunger Games. Yeah. And then the yeah. number six would be Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But as far as Hunger Games go, uh, Hunger Games, the books were fantastic. Yes. The movies were, were pretty well executed, but okay. um, my only qualm with Hunger Games is that I just don't like Jennifer Lawrence. Oh. <laughs> wow. Jennifer Lawrence. I don't. No. Jennifer. I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry, I just, Jennifer. It has, it has <laughs> it, it, for me, I still love you, Jennifer. every interview that I've ever seen with her, she just always seems like she just has a bad attitude. and Kind of a coffee well, I mean, if you're always in the middle of being killed, I mean. <laughs> the only the only thing that I've seen I, I do agree with that, but like she's really good friends. If you ever watch like the interviews she's had with Jimmy Fallon, and watch those, and it's completely different personality. But you know, you're also thinking about like this: is Jimmy Fallon more open, whereas you had to deal with a pervert like David Letterman? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay, so here's one. <laughs> here's one I think we can debate. Ready? Is this going to be on our top ten or top worst? Ready? And I think it should be in the top ten, maybe a little bit lower. And one classic that we really don't talk about, Home Alone. Ooh. Mm. I don't know. Honestly, I don't think Home Alone would be in my top ten. Yeah, me. Any but that would be a little yeah. bit lower than ten. Yeah, I hate, to, okay. I hate okay. to, but yeah. All right, so number five, what do you all think? Because we're coming down on the narrowing of the list. We're already saving a couple in our back pockets. I know we are. Well, yeah. I know, to me, for, for me, I think that number five for me would sit at probably Harry Potter. Really? I can, yeah, I can see that. Okay, I've got I one for you. That. I've got one for you. Is Harry Potter lower or higher than the Chronicles of Narnia? And does Narnia make it? Only- I would, I would say, as as much as I like Narnia and I love the books, I, I read all the books when I was younger. I don't think it's going to be on the list. Yeah, I don't wow. think. Wow. For me to say, and I, I love that and I, series. I'll tell you why. I love the series too. I have all seven. But I even have the original first edition cover book. Yeah, there. It's a great series. My problem is they never finished the series. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. they did cut a lot out of the yeah. books. They so Harry Potter, out. we're looking at number number five. Yeah, well, I, I thought that was gonna be. High. I thought that was gonna be at least number four. Harry Potter is yeah. good, but it's it's not it's not my it's not my top three. Yeah, because you gotta think of everything when you when we're thinking of like top. You know, top everything. You got the love story, the story itself. Where does it go? The flow of the story, and, and the action, the romance, the you know, the evil plot. What in the desire you know, for Harry to be more? Bad. Never becomes the <laughs> are, you, are you saying you believe Harry's too much of a pussy? I think he's gay. <laughs> oh, now, now, the only thing you got to see though is uh, you know, you got to see David. Um, uh, you got to see Ratcliffe in. Um, the Woman in Black, the original. It's great. He does a really good He's more of a badass in that movie than Harry ever was in any other movie. Well, I think yeah. I preferred yeah. him I think I preferred him more in Now You See Me, uh, Now You Don't. Because oh. he was great yeah, as a villain true. in that movie. Very yeah. Good. Very good. Yeah. That's okay, good number four. Now we got to really start dissecting because I already know Ooh. what I already know <laughs> we're saving two sagas in Familiar right now, okay? 
All right, so we look into it. Now, here's a couple. Okay, ready? I'm going to name three, and y'all tell me. Go ahead. I'll name four, and they're all guys' movies. Okay. okay. Die Hard. I was just about to say that. Rambo. Serious. Rocky. Mm-hmm. And the fourth one. Oh, man. A fourth one, Pirates of the Caribbean. It's a huge soccer. Ooh. Ooh. All right, all right. I think we right. can. I'm going with Pirates on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Pirates I, on this one. Okay. Die Hard's great, but out of all the ones we've listed, I'd rather rewatch those movies first. Yeah, that's true. Okay. And me just picking up the series and trying to get back into into Pirates too, and going down and seeing so iconic. Pirates at the Pirates same time, the best best original series yeah. of our time. And we just went to Disney for our honeymoon and saw where they updated brandy. all the animatronics and got Davy Jones and all of them in there. I mean, you've got a real version. I mean, it's great. The animatronics for, for um, uh, you know, the main character, you know? Jack Sparrow. Yeah, just went dead. Um, okay, you know, so they got Pirates. a Johnny Depp there. So, I mean, so you cool. think Pirates of the Caribbean is better than Harry Potter? I wouldn't say that, no. So, I would, would we put Pirates in number... I would put I would put Pirates above Harry Potter, yes. Okay, so Pirates yeah. goes as number five, and Harry Potter is number four. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we just listed those. Now I think Tyler. I've has got a three. I okay. got three that I'm going to suggest. Like we got some Let's ammo. Go. And there's could be some people upset. We might even remember like, something. <laughs> later on. Yeah. We We're going to have thinking. to keep this open for a month. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So obviously, Lord of the Rings. Ah, yeah. Somebody was going to play that card. Lord Me. of the Rings. One yeah. of them, definitely. Okay. Hobbit. Uh-huh. I love the Hobbit. Now we're going to go yeah. Lord of the Rings. As a total, or are we going to split it in half? Well, they're because separate feel, stories. Yeah. They're like, separate stories. The, the original Hobbit was written as a right. children's book. It was written right. as yeah. a teenager. But here's, here's the reason why I say are we splitting it. Because if we do that, then should we split Star Wars? Mm. Because honestly, even though it is all the same story, it is cut up into two different, really three different eras. Yeah. Well, I guess we could, yeah, let's just keep this. But it's the whole too. saga. But it's the whole saga, so you just got to kind of put them together. Yeah. Because when you say saga, you're saying everything that has to do with this realm. Yeah. But you did say you had three. So you named one that I knew somebody was going to have in the back pocket. Yeah. 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 Lord, Lord of the Rings, definitely. Okay. Um, uh, I have one other one in my head, too. Star Wars is one. Okay. So you've got, you got two right there. And then we need one more saga that we think... Terminator series. That's oh, man. huge, man. Terminator you really got us. I mean, at least the main first two and th- the third one is kind of a crash, but they they hold up there. Okay, I'll, I'll, add, I'll add a couple more into this list. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Marvel's Avengers. Yeah. Or the Batman movies. Ooh. Now, I know these are personal favorites for somebody. I know, of course, y'all know Batman's my personal favorite. Yeah. And, of course, I know we all kind of enjoyed, you know, Marvel's and the fact that it's yeah. all superheroes together. So, in a time and age where it's superhero movies, we haven't named one superhero movie in the I world. know. But, not saying we should, but are we saying that these movies are not in our top ten best sagas of all time? And you, so, yeah, you said Batman and Batman series. and Marvel. And Marvel Avengers. Mm-hmm. I think throughout, if you look throughout Everything that's ever came out versus Marvel versus DC or, you know, just in Batman in general, I think Batman should go in. Because here's the reason why. They started with the Batman series even early 90s and pulled off a really good movie all the way up until. I know there were some shitty ones in there, but there's also some shitty Marvel as well. Now, are we going to say if we do that, 
are we going to do the same thing? Are we splitting the old and the new Batman, or are we keeping it all together? We keep it all together. Yeah, keep it all together. Okay, so here's what I think. I think we should think it this way. In the list of best number three, Lord of the Rings, Batman, the Marvel hero, and then what was the other one you named, Tyler? Um, uh, what was it? Star Wars. Star Wars, okay. Yeah. So which one of those is better? Obviously Star Wars. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, Star Wars is Star Wars is probably going to be for me. I would put Star Wars at two. Okay. Yeah. I can so see that. We'll, we'll knock Star Wars off of there. So Batman versus J.R.R. Tolkien, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Which comes off as the better? Lord of the Rings. I'll say Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then you have Batman versus the Marvel. Who yeah, is Batman? The Batman. Yeah, Batman. So okay. Yeah. So in that fairness of the word, are we going to choose Batman or are we going to choose Marvel as the number three? We choose Batman. Yeah, Batman. Three. So Batman. I would agree. Okay. Yeah. I'm also going to put on there Batman all. Okay. Time. And you know I got to throw a wrench in there. <laughs> I got to throw an iconic wrench in there. Back to the Future series. Oh. I forgot. Oh, I did, and you both just went up. Okay. So. See? All right. So I got Back one. The I got one. Is my childhood, right there. I got yeah. one. For Everybody, you, man. I got another one for you. Yeah. Indiana Jones. Yep. That see, too. But I, see, Indiana Jones was great, but out of all the ones we listed, I probably wouldn't put it in. And I didn't. I wasn't going to mention it because when they came out with, I was very disappointed with, kind of, to an extent, when they put what's his name in there when the new one. I didn't like it went to a future. Yeah. I didn't like that they put aliens in it. I didn't like that at all. Yeah. That what scratched it for me. Yeah. Okay, so now we're in a dilemma. I, I, all right, here's here's what I suggest in order of what we do for the first three. Number one, Lord of the Rings. I yeah. think Lord of the Rings is number I one. As far as, as, far as books go and, and yeah. movies, they were as close, as accurate as they could be. They got really good shots, really good live set. The entire yeah. series is just phenomenal, including okay. The Hobbit, including yep. that. Yep. Um, and then at number two, I'd say Star Wars. Wow, okay. And that's a big feat. Yeah, and that's big because, I mean, the books are so much. If you now, were to try to pick them up right now and try to, you know, get everything, it would take you at least probably five years if you read it completely. And okay, that and so, the majority of the books aren't even canon anymore. Yeah, so they're not feel comfortable included. with this list. Okay, starting from 10, Starcraft. Number yeah. 9, Divergent. Number 8, Underworld. Number 7, Hunger Games. Number 6, Matrix. Number 5, Pirates of the Caribbean. Number 4, Harry Potter. Number three, Batman All Sagas. Mm-hmm. Number two, Star Wars. Number one, Lord of the Rings. We don't have any room to change anything. I so mean, if you had to future, put Back to the Future in there, would we take one out? Would y'all be willing to take one out and place it somewhere? I would say Divergent. I was thinking that too. Yeah. Divergent. Divergent. So we would, I would put Back to the Future exactly where Divergent is. Yep. So you would say Back to the Future is better than Underworld or worse? I would I say it's better. Uh, well, I like under I like Underworld well, One, Back to the Future. I would okay. say that it would be below. Underworld. Yeah, because they do have a little bit more content. Yeah, that okay, is so true. Back to the Future is now our new number nine. So number two, uh, and you know you got to think about this. Back to the Future series, you know a lot of new things have been going on. They go back to older. It's been about nostalgia lately and going dark. So they, no one's gone back to literally back to back to the future stuff. Yeah. They haven't touched it because it's like, oh man, this is actually that perfect. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ready? He's here. All right. So top ten worst of all time. Ooh. And this is where the bashing begins. I know that Tyler is <laughs> he's got this look and he's ready. Ooh. All right, so let's start with number ten. We all can take turns naming some that we want to bash. I know we all have one. Kyle, I'll let you because I'm gonna let this build up for Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> you want this boiling pot to boil <laughs> over. <laughs> sure um, all right, so Kyle, do you have any suggestions for to make this list? Um I would I would probably say, man, let me think about that because let me see. Are we are we doing sagas? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like movies that should not be made. Now I made one suggestion earlier that we talked oh, about, and that was, that was the really, Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Now, yeah. Should they have only done yeah. the one? They should have. Only yeah, done they should have only done the one with that one. Okay, so I got we, one too. I right, think I ahead. think that's a good one to put at ten, honestly. Number ten, honey, I shot the kids. Okay, you know whenever I, I love the Scream movies, that trilogy, right? Okay, yeah, it was iconic when it came out. I was in high school. Everybody wanted to see it. Everybody in the world was talking about it. If we had social media back then, mm-hmm. you know, we all over social media. Be this is great, but there was a copier. I know what you did last summer. Oh yeah, so I, I remember that. that. I remember that. So hard. The only good thing that came out of that was Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> <laughs> True. So are we saying that as a possibility for number nine? Because I have a suggestion. Yeah, possibility. Go ahead. Possibility and suggestion. Okay. <laughs> number nine. Uh, well, I'll, do you have one? Uh, no, no, not not for nine right now. Okay, so number nine. Oh man, I was just thinking of it. I just lost <laughs> it. It was a great one too. Oh, I will just say number nine. No wait, no, I remember it. Ready? Yeah. So your suggestion for number nine was? Yeah, it, uh, I know what you did last summer. Okay, ready? Mine is going to say, stay in the same category as horror. Paranormal activity. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. one was pretty shitty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one or two is fine. I yeah, the yeah. first one The first one was pretty good. For what it was, it wasn't that bad. But they took it way too far. Like, especially with this last one. Yeah. Like dimensions to another realm and all that stuff. I'm like, okay. Okay, so <laughs> where do you want to place it? Because I feel like we have a number eight and nine here. I think we do. Yeah, yeah. I think. I so, think well, actually, let me throw one more. And okay. Let me, let me throw a monkey wrench into this. What about right. Cloverfield? Ooh. That's true. <laughs> and they're all the same. Number they're all nine, the same. Cloverfield, <laughs> Cloverfield is number nine. <laughs> <laughs> Cloverfield, yeah. All right, number nine is Cloverfield. And, okay, can we say. I know what you did last summer is let's make the number seven because I feel like that was just too cheesy. Yeah. yeah. Number eight will be paranormal activity. Yeah. Yeah. And also it's kind of going back to something we've been talking about video games too. Cause I, I remember being really ticked off about this blood rain. Oh yeah. They should have just had the one video. They they actually had balls enough to make a second one. The first one sucked. <laughs> <laughs> severely sucked. I mean, <laughs> the only thing that was nice about it was the appeal of the girl. I mean, it, that was it. I mean, and the outfit sucked. And I know we're talking about cool. worst of all time, but just kind of throw this out there to y'all guys. You know, we didn't even name Oceans, <laughs> and we didn't yeah. even and we didn't even name James Bond. Well, well see, for me, those were yeah. yeah that's I, true. I watched them all, but on that list, like then again, I still would watch all those. Yeah, see, they started to creep up on us there. Yeah. <laughs> Number 10, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Number 9, Cloverfield. Number 8, 
Paranormal Activity and number seven, I know what you did last summer. Number six, <laughs> what do y'all think? Scream. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Scream. yeah. Because they, they destroyed the first one. The first one was fine. The first Are we bashing the horror film industry? Oh, my God. I'll bash the horror film industry all day. There are good horror films, but the majority yeah. of the ones that get released to the mainstream are, are awful. Good. They're yeah. not as good as what they used to be. Now, I will say this. Um, there are good ones that have recently come out in the last couple of years. Like, you have uh, the one, oh, man, it's one with the mirror. That if you look in the mirror and it haunts you. Talking about Oculus. 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 They had yeah. like the same girl from Doctor Who in there, Lady yeah. Pond. And yeah, all that. that was pretty good. That, um, was pretty, that was decent. I, uh, I disagree. I think it was complete crap. <laughs> I didn't like it. I really did not. Here's here's my problem with it is that to me, to me, it just it was a shit ending. It was yeah, a the ending was kind of ending. it was not yeah. what I expected. No. Um, Okay, number six. Anybody have any suggestions? It's the uh, old school going to a different, you know, whole area. Problem child. Because I was looking at this, too, because uh, I watched them growing up. I mean, I was a little bit older, but I was looking up a list here about some stuff trying to help me out a little bit. But Problem Child was a cool series. It has um guy that played in that, that, that died. Um, was that a movie? Yeah, Problem Child yeah. was a movie. I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, it, it's yeah. with... Uh, What's his name? The actor plays in Three's Company. Uh, wrestling Richard. Um, iconic guy. I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, he, he plays as his dad, and they adopt this kid, and they get tricked, and he gets him from an orphanage. The first one was okay. It was okay. Mm-hmm. It's like entertainment kind of thing. But then they came out with like two more. Okay, ready? I like got horrible. one for you. I got one for you. Yeah. Look who's talking. Oh, yeah, with Travolta and uh, what's her name that uh, does all the... Something... Alley or something. Alley. Yeah. I never seen that one either. Yeah. Okay, it's about the talking baby, and they had they made like two or three of them. Yeah. Oh, seriously? Yes, yeah. they do, and it's oh, horrible. The first, one was, first, the first one was comical. <laughs> it's yeah. almost in the same concept of Honey I Shrunk the Kid. Yeah. About the same timeline, and it was like, okay, that was good, but then the second and the third came out, and it was like, okay. All right, I got one for you. All Scary right. movie. Tyler's all about scary movies. Yeah. Scary, well, scary, scary movie. movies are comedies, jokes. Yeah, the first two, yeah. great. Yeah. After that, they oh, bled it for everything. Right, so what's the, what's the title? Scary movie. Yeah. Okay, so scary movie. Yeah. All right. Yep. They have scary movie one through five. That's yeah. they have. All right, so scary movie is number six. Right, I know Tyler's saving the one that, you know. <laughs> He's saving. All right, here's, here's one for number five. Yeah. Superman. I was just oh. going to say yeah. <laughs> right. Just because we're all in agreement, number five is Superman. <laughs> yeah. They so. just Oh, no. Trey. And since we're on that, Hulk, the one that was all animated. Yeah. Hulk, that, didn't have a, that didn't have a... Didn't yeah, it have didn't a, have a sequel. That's the only... Well, thing. true. They, they, they true. only have the one animated one, which in their in their defense, they didn't try and do a sequel. Yeah, so they didn't. That's they could do it now, <laughs> and I think they could do it better. But yeah. I don't think they want to do Him as being an Avenger and everything else. Was his name Superman? Was I want to Superman. bash Superman for a second. All right, first of all, <laughs> yeah. Superman versus Batman. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. I hated that movie. <laughs> I hated that movie. Yep. I hate Ben Affleck. I think he is a crap actor. I, I think he should have never been Bruce Wayne. I was no. really hoping yeah. that they were going to, like, 
Like, Slade Wilson took over the cape for a while, so I was hoping that he was going to be, like, the Slade Wilson of Batman. Yeah. And then Christ, Christopher, uh, uh, what was it, Christian Bale? Christian, Christian Bale, Bale come back. Yeah. He was the best Batman. Batman. They were, I agree. Hands down the best Batman. I agree. They really were. I, I like where you're going with it. But Superman, every single one of them is just... And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you the main reason why people don't relate to Superman. He's not human enough. Exactly. That's the yeah. biggest problem is that he's not yeah. human enough. People can't relate to him. Yeah. So that's why the movies don't ever take off. Like 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 when the last Superman came out, it was considered like one of the worst movies of all time. All right, so yeah. let's go down the list. Sorry, right, number one was I'm sorry, number ten. Do y'all remember? At number ten we put um Yeah, it was uh I don't even remember. Honey I shrunk the kid. Honey I shrunk yeah, the kid. That's right. I'm going back and putting this back on there because for some reason our Facebook just you know, decided to Shit on Crap out. I love you, technology. <laughs> number nine was Cloverfield. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Number eight? Uh, that one was... Um, we had... Who? Uh, uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer? I Know yeah. What You Did Last Summer. We crapped on Scream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Scream was number six, though. And number five was Superman. And then yep. number seven was... Let's see, number seven... Uh, do you remember? Number seven... Because we can go back in places if we need to. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see here. I was one with uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. We did I Know What You Did Last Summer. It was another scary movie. Yeah. Paranormal Activity. Yeah, Paranormal Activity. Yeah, paranormal activity. Yeah. Now, paranormal activity was number seven. Yeah. And then number eight... I'm sorry, it was number eight. And then number seven was I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. Because yeah. we felt like it was too corny. Yeah. Uh, Superman was crap. And then I'm a, bringing up my childhood and, and going up in hold the on, air. Hold on, let's fix this first. Yeah. Number six was, well, all right, we have Honey, Trent, the Kids, number 10. Number nine, Cloverfield, number eight. Paranormal Activity, number seven, I Know What You Did Last Summer. And then number six. Mm. Was that Superman? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we haven't been to five yet. And that's where we were yeah. at. Okay, Superman's number is uh, number, number six. All right, so yeah. go ahead, Kyle. I'm sorry. So, growing up getting the FLIR uh, cards, having all these collectibles, trading with my friends, got all the comics, growing up, had number ones. I love storyline of everything X-Men, but the movies oh. did not... Did not hit. Now, are we on, talking about every single X Men movie? Not every single. We're not we're talking about the first three. I'm we're, talking like last ten. We're, we're not talking about the individuals. We're talking yeah. about. But we're talking the whole series, though, right? Right. Yeah. The whole saga. Now, see, I, I like some of them because we have to. Jump All right. I can I can narrow it down. Wolverine Origins. The entire yeah. Wolverine Origins saga. Yeah. Okay. Ran I agree. The um, yeah, they Even ran Logan. that one through the dirt, man. Let down. I, okay, I Logan was a little bit better than yeah, the last one. I, I, agree. I liked Logan more than I liked the the whole Japanese thing, but you know I've got I agree one. With you. Yeah, I've got one that's going to make you rethink that series altogether. Okay, Fantastic Four. Oh, oh yeah, yeah definitely put that on the list. Yeah, they're shit. Put that on. <laughs> Go ahead. For, for Go a ahead. time where we crave superheroes and where you can almost not get it wrong at all. <laughs> <laughs> Superman the Fantastic Four. You have the technology. The last, the, when they just, tried to reboot Fantastic Four, it was horrible. It was, it was a it was horrible fail. Yeah. And they I thought even, it was going to be good. They got yeah. like a cool cast and everything. They I was even, like, you know, I'm even cool with Johnny Storm being Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Know? I mean, how could you go wrong with yeah. that? Yeah, exactly. You know where they went wrong? Their PR stuff. 
Yeah. That's, they did not promote I, that. that the writing was just shit. It was horrible. All right, so, all right, number five is Fantastic Four. Number four. What we mm. got? Let's see. What do, you, what do you guys, well, it doesn't really fit into the saga. I was going to say about Catwoman, like all the Catwoman movies. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't have any technical sequels. That's like. true. Although they weren't as great as what they should have been, I feel. But the, um, I mean, not at all. The, Wolverine Origins. Is so we're going to say Wolverine is number four. Yeah, I was going to say Wolverine yeah. Origins. Wolverine is, Origins yeah. is number four. All right, so now we're in the top three. Uh, Tyler's laughing because he's got one who's saving to be in the top oh, three. Oh, God, I've been waiting to shit on this movie for a long time. I'll make him wait, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I got a little thing, too, with uh, I love the Alien series with Ridley Scott. But I was the third one, that. the third one really, really flopped, and everything they've had after that, they just don't pull off. Well, they should. Well, before before we go on to that, what do you guys think about the new Ridley Scott movie that's coming out? It looks. I don't think it's going to be. But here's the, here's the problem: they have all these alien and outer space movies, the same concept coming out. Yeah. I mean, you're right, but they also have a killer cast in this new one. They, yeah. they have a killer they cast do. in this one. The only thing yeah. I was worried about is I really, really liked Prometheus, the Me the, too. the remake of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was hoping that this was going to elaborate more on it. And it, it's it's still going to have uh, certain characters in it, and it's still going to have the same kind of like little plot lines from Prometheus, but it's not going to be Prometheus 2. Yeah, know? and I've it's got one. Of, I know what you're thinking about like as far as... Uh, Alien movies, I think two of them really kind of hit pretty good on the fans. I've got a suggestion. And I don't even, and you can tell me if you think this is a saga or not, because there was only two of them, okay? Scorpion King. Well, there was three of those. Were there really? Yeah, okay, there was three of those. Yeah, so no, they drew that out. out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, alright, ready? Alright, I've got two. So I said Scorpion King is one. Stargate. See, well, mm. are you talking about the series, the series or talking about the movies? So you had they the original. Only, well, they only they only did the original Stargate, didn't they? They had they made like I think yeah. two or three more. Well, they only well, made one. They yeah, only no, made they one had, movie. I thought they, they had the second with the yeah. Check it out, Kyle. Well, they, they did. They did announce that they were going to remake it and do it remember. as a trilogy, like they originally. Right. originally Which I would be interested to see if it does well or not. But well, they didn't do they didn't do the movie exactly. Okay, so this is what they did. Um, Stargate the original one. series with Kurt Russell, of course. Then Stargate SG-1 in 97. And then Stargate Atlantis in 04. Yeah, they only did one movie. But they only did one movie. They, they did. Okay. They actually did three series. Because they did uh, Stargate Atlantis, Stargate SG-1, and Stargate Universe. All right, so we'll take that off the table. So yeah. Scorpion King's still there. Do you think that should be on the list? Honestly. Which one? Scorpion King. Honestly, I didn't care enough to watch the set, the so, sequels. Yeah. So. Evidently, I didn't even know they made a third. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it it's like on Bach. Like I ha- okay. I, I've never watched on Bach, but they keep releasing new ones. Yeah. <laughs> and then that one, and also with um, the Predator series, because you know there is three movies. I mean, I, I love. I'm a big yeah. Predator fan. I think that is it's it's not the best series, but is yeah. And maybe they're starting to run it to the ground, but I don't know if that's worse than Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah, it's not. 
You know what I mean? Definitely as far not. as the plot and the storyline yeah. and the PR and all that's that true because Fantastic Four is horrible. So yeah. uh, we're still struggling on number three. I already know what Tyler wants to put in the top. I'm I, yeah, I've already got my number one. Yeah. I'm sure you guys will agree with that. <laughs> so, yeah, and I, I, I'm going to sit in the with you, but we're not going to tell anybody yet because I'm sure fans are going to be like, what? All right, so anybody else have any suggestions for number three? If you think about it. And it's going to be a saga, so... It has to be a saga. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be a saga. <laughs> oh, um, Robocop. As bad as that. Oh, oh God. God. Yeah. That is awful. Number three. They should have only made one. <laughs> Robocop. And I, I'm, even, I'm putting it in two words. The first one was great. Yeah, first one was great. And then they the got a whole new guy. In the yeah. second one. They're yeah. Like, I was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> um, also, uh, just throw this out there, if, even if it should be on the list, is that awful uh, Final Destination series. Oh, God, yeah. 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 Let it was ran into the dirt. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to send the Final Dest- Destination you, yeah, number two. We can say that one number two. Yeah, yeah. Let's, take, let's take a minute and talk about that. Why do you think that's number two? Or do we have any alternatives for number two? Well, we can, you know, we can think a little bit about it, but I do have some stuff to say about Final Destination. The problem with Final yeah. Destination was that it was – the first one was good. Yeah. A good concept. You know, people liked it. It was a good thriller, horror flick. But when you continue to make the same thing down the line, people are just kind of like, okay, it's the same thing every movie. Every freaking movie. Yep. Every freaking movie. I agree. <laughs> and, and But the thing is, is that they still maintain somewhat of a level of excellence in the, in the writing to a degree. But it was basically, here's the story. It's the same thing as the last time, but with different people. And then bring back. Some of the original cast in a couple of them. All right, so Final Destination Running Grants, number two. There's nothing that can take it over. Because this is one of those, I know it's going to come back later than <laughs> sooner, but we're going to think of something that's shittier than the last one. I had one in the comedy. You know, we have like the horror, com- you know, the different ones that we're talking about in the genres and stuff. Um, meet the Falkers all the way down to the Little Falkers. That okay. was so horrible, man. Like, I, I should make just I will take you. I will take you one step further. Hangovers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. They, yeah. It's annoyingly no, I can see two. made. I can, yeah, I can see three? two, but three, but three was just so stupid. And if dumb. you put it at, you know, bringing that up too, all you had that was the people that they targeted, well, that that liked the third one was all like these kids that just wasn't like, you know, they had just been introduced to sex. It's like you know, twelve, thirteen, fourteen year olds. And they're like, oh my god, they're party. Oh my, this is so funny. <laughs> There's nothing funny right. about that. The last two. And you know what's funny, too, and I'll share it with you in a minute. We actually just had somebody message us uh-huh. and tell us what our number one should be. Uh-oh. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But, um, but number – okay, so number two. This is one of those, I guess, before we come out with our number one. All right, so we're saying number, t- number two is Final Destination, but we're going to have some honorable mentions, I guess you could say. And one of them is the fact that we just mentioned, okay, a couple of them. We had uh, Alien versus Predator, and we just had the one that – what was it we just named? Oh, uh, I said Predator. Predator, okay, Predator. Yeah, Predator one that we, named. we just talked about just two seconds ago. Um, what were we just talking about? We need some beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's funny because mm. it impairs most people. Well, with us, it'll probably enlighten us. <laughs> we need some more barley. Uh, we said Predator, and then because um, I mean the first two were okay. You got Arnold in the first one. Mm-hmm. They're battling the jungle, and then they went hang to over. a different jungle. Hangover. Yeah, hangover. Hangover. Okay. 
honestly, Predator, I'm not so much worried about that series because yeah, it, it's the the newer movies are saving them. Yeah, my so the newer movies are saving them. Let me let me ask you all this: Do you think if they only made one Hangover movie, would it be just as epic as Road Trip? Mm. Yeah, I would say that if the first one yeah, was just left country. as it was, it would yeah. be fine. Yeah, yeah. it would have gone down in fine. the lores of, you know, Road Trip and what was the one National with the Lampoon. National Lampoons. And then another one, of course, being the, the one with the uh, man the, at the university. I think you, sir, may have another. That movie. You remember what I'm talking about? Which one? Van Wilder? Well, Van Wilder would be Van another Wilder. one. But sure. there's another one with uh, Jim, or is it Jim or John? Uh, from Belushi? The, Belushi is in it. Oh, you're talking about uh, Chris, Chris Bacon or what's his name? Yeah, with Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, yeah. And Kevin John Bacon. Belushi. And um, yeah. he's like, I'm going to get it. And yeah. it mashes. That's a 80s movie. It's a... Man, I'm, I love that movie, too. That's like one of the most so epic, like, funny movies. But yeah. it wouldn't go down in that lore. And I know Kyle's looking yeah. it up now to get that name. Yeah. So we have that. Okay, other honorable mentions. Can you think of anything else? As, as far as honorable mentions... Um, it, as horrible series? Mm-hmm. Um, no, not really. I will say that I will defend Cloverfield a little bit, just because I did remember a little fact that I found out. Cloverfield Lane, that okay. movie. Yeah. Lane. The guy who wrote the original Cloverfield had originally created an entire story for Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. And I read about it. It was because I watched the original movie. I thought it was crap. But then I learned about the story. Mm-hmm. And he was going to make a legit movie about the background story, mm-hmm. and the original Cloverfield was just going to be kind of like as it was. Enough to you know, go and keep going. Um, well, essentially, what happened was the people, the the producer of it, ended up getting his funding cut, and he was told that he could no longer do that movie. He was given a horror movie, and he said, "Here, you have to make your movie into this movie." And that's when he came up with Cloverfield Lane. Okay, what's the name of the movie? Yeah, uh, 1978. Animal, Animal House. House came to be as soon yep. as you said 1978. Okay, so. Yep. All right. A couple other honorable mentions that we really didn't even talk about. Uh, Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They ran into the dirt, right? Yeah. yeah Jack right. Reacher ran into the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, Tom, we talked about this earlier, too. Tom Cruise <laughs> in these action movies, <laughs> but we don't know what his character is or his name, but he does the same thing every single time. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like he gets... I feel like he gets into these movies because that's what Scientology tells him to be. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. I can Level see that. 15. <laughs> so, okay. Any, any other ones that y'all want to throw into the mix before we name our number one and dive would, into it? I would yeah. say Jack Reacher. You guys agree. I think Jack Reacher was worse than the Mission Impossible series to an extent because at least it was – there's always going to be that cool spy factor about stuff. The first right. two were at least okay. Better right. than Jack Reacher's. Anything else you'll got? I don't think so, man. Because I, I know there's going to be one that we're going to come back later and be like that. Yeah. Motherfucker should be in the top ten. Well, I mean, there, I could I could think of one series that could be better than the best one now. Okay. Uh, uh, I could say uh, Born. The Born Identity. The Born Identity, Identity series. Man. Yeah, that was one of the best. I, that was one of the best spy series ever. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, we might have to do completely out of it. We just, you know, yeah. <laughs> we might have to do like a whole just, you know, number top ten and top worst for spy movies. That's true. Because I mean, that's true. There's so like, there's good ones out there. There know? are some good ones out there. I mean, you've got some other comedies too. I know we hit a lot of you know scary movies in there, and yeah. even a couple of superhero movies. So we're being economical when it comes to the movies that are in there. Yeah. yeah, we've got a little bit of everything in there. So I guess since we can't think of any other honorable mentions, Tyler, do you want to go ahead and name what our, I guess, <laughs> yeah. a unanimous decision on number one was? All right, so 
we have decided that Twilight deserves the number one worst spot. Boom. Boom. And yeah, I'll tell you why, okay? I was actually a pretty big fan of it. I read the books. Uh, I, I, I read all four of the books, and I watched all four of the movies. And I hated the book series. I loved it up until the fourth one. The fourth move, movie ruined the entire franchise. And I'll right. tell you why. I've heard that before. And, and it was the same thing with the book. is because the entire book leads you on, and it's the movie, leads you on to think that there's this massive battle about to happen. And they bring like, everybody they, here. It's like, everybody's here. The whole squad's here. We're about to yeah. squad up. And I'm serious shit's about to go down. And then, it, and then you see the battle go down, and then you're like, oh, that's just a vision. Yep. And then wow. it never happens. And then when they when the battle is supposed to happen, they're like the the um uh, the main bad guys are like, oh, we made a mistake, we'll leave. That's yeah. it. That's all that happened. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so that's Twilight being on the fact of not only was it just poorly done in the fact of the story and the characters and it going against some of the books, but dare I say, acting. Yeah. There yeah. Were, there were there some good some, actors. Yeah, there and were just, some good actors. And to kind of give you perspective, too, we have a listener that just told us that they agree with you, Tyler. They're saying, agreeing with Tyler, too, the books were better. And that's, that's actually you guys. Yeah, the books the books yeah. were better, and, and the reason why is because you don't spend the entire book reading about this giant battle. You you see the vision, and then you continue on with it. And even the characters are yeah. described differently than what they're seen in the movies. Yeah, exactly. So I, 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 go, I completely agree with Tyler, man. So are we going to say that the acting being the number one reason why we hate Twilight? Yeah, and you know when they started, uh, I will say in their defense, at first, I do like the first one the best, and it was the first one was introducing everything, and it was just an introduction and to to you know into this world, and it was the best, and it had the least budget. Yeah, so that proves right there that you can have a better movie on a less budget. Yeah, doesn't have to be you know you got this big bang budget now. Let's make this fourth. I mean, they made you could see that what was cool is you could see the magic happening. You know, outside when they made the movies at first, because oh, they didn't have so much, so they did only a little bit of this with the special effects. And all of a sudden, they had a better budget, and they did the special effects, but it just sucked. Yeah, no, I, I really agree. Did. I think that that was probably the, one of the worst sagas of our time. And yeah. the fact that not only did they have a pretty decent opening movie, but they decided to not go with the person who went with the series and have they thought they were Harry Potter, and they could just have different directors and yeah. have the same concept and it just changed every single yep. time yeah every what, single yeah, time i could see that really well we're in agreement on that one <laughs> there you go. the only other things i can think of is of course we have the the disney movies and how they would make one and then they would have several other ones oh that yeah those are in their whole you have like bambi one two and yeah and, and see one of my biggest problems with disney don't get me wrong i love disney but they rehash so much yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys know this, but Disney pretty much stole Lion King from the Japanese. Yeah, pretty they, much. They yeah. pretty much pretty stole Because if anybody who doesn't know this, go look it up. There's an old show that came out in the 1960s called Kimba the White Lion. Yeah. And it is literally a complete ripoff mm-hmm. from Lion King. Yeah. So some other, uh, you know, worsts out there that people put out for, you know, as far as the worst of all time, the Addams Family movies. Uh, early to late yeah, night. they dropped them. So that's they, one they that we been really great too. Uh, we did hit it right. Actually, I think almost exactly on the nail. I know what you did last summer was on there, and, and mm-hmm. this is just based off a of World Wide Web. Um, the other one was Big Mama's trilogy. 
uh, Delta Force with Chuck Norris, but we didn't yeah. want to we didn't want to get involved with Chuck Norris. <laughs> uh, yes, but we did talk about look who's talking you a little talk bit. About, you never talk bad about you Chuck don't Norris. ever. Yeah, <laughs> but actually, we did man, mention look who's talking, right? Yeah, that is actually rated number three on the World Wide Web. Um, I forgot about this too. It's a little bit older. Uh, Crocodile Dundee series. I love them, but they should have let it go after the first one. The other the second one. The other two that are classics that they have is sometimes they come back and the troll. Yeah, but I don't remember. I remember the troll, but I don't remember. Sometimes they come back, but I think our list is pretty solid. You know what I mean? I think that we did a pretty damn good job. We have the best of the best yeah. in the top ten for sagas, and then we have the worst of the worst, the top ten sagas. And if you guys and guys want to see it, you can see it on our Facebook page. We posted them both from order to ten to one, the top best and top worst. Go on there, like it, share it. Comment on it. Tell us what you think about it. If you see something that you think is worse or yeah. better, tell us. Let we us may know. have missed something that maybe we honestly missed, and we might change our opinions on it. So if you really want to see it, do it that way. But I feel like we have a pretty solid list. I think we did yeah. a pretty good job of going back yeah. and making some adjustments if we need to. Mm-hmm. And we really didn't have to adjust our worst list because we felt passionate. <laughs> <laughs> So I think we did an excellent job on that. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So judging by what we do and, you know, of course, next time, because this is Tyler's first episode, we'll have, you know, an on-the-fly segment, you know, coming towards that because I feel like we have to yeah. get smooth into the role, and I feel like it was a really good episode for us. Oh, yeah. 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 So, okay. First and foremost, uh, Kyle, what did you learn today? Man, I learned uh, – I think the most surprising was the – how we all pretty much agreed on the same stuff as being good and bad. I mean, that puts it in a good perspective. And then, uh, you know, like I say, once again, welcome Tyler on, you know, the JK podcast. I think that's something we needed for uh, some more insight on these uh, topics and bringing something else to the table. So uh, kudos to Tyler being on and we found our guy. So everybody knows that we got (laughs) Tyler now we've got everything rolling. And uh, you know, uh, something I learned too, was the ripoff of uh, Lion King. I didn't know about that. Yeah, I heard about it. It. <laughs> it. confirms a lot on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler, what did you learn on from today? Well, I learned uh, I learned a little bit about some of the games that were coming out. Like, uh, um, uh, I didn't um, I didn't know about some of the games that you were talking about. Some of those, and then some of these new movies that you guys told me about. Yeah, I, I have never heard of some of them. <laughs> Um, like the what was it, the Dune? Uh, oh, uh, you have to check yeah. out the Dune series. Have to check it out. I've never, I've never watched yeah. any of the right. Dune. Very long, but it's it's a classic. Yeah. Okay. And if you can deal with the get away from like when you sit down and watch them, make sure to just kill the special effects factor, the new age stuff. Leave it out, and then just focus on the story, and he'll be good. What do you think? I mean, I, think I, so too, I, yeah. I say the same thing about Doctor Who. I'm a yeah. huge Doctor Who fan, yeah, and you here. also have to look into it as the fact of. Sorry, oh, you, you have to look at the fact of this, that it is an old movie looking yeah. into the future, so you have to appreciate yeah. the art behind it. it. Yep. So, it's, it's an amazing series. Yeah, absolutely. It is a really good, I think you would enjoy it. Now, if you don't, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's still pretty cool. But I learned tonight that not only did Disney steal from the Japanese again, but also that we all agreed that the number one worst movie of all time <laughs> was Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart in yeah. Twilight. Exactly. Which is pretty awesome. And even our listeners agreed with us tonight on that as well. And they actually messaged us beforehand saying that should be in the top ten. Yeah. Little did they know that it was going to be the icing on the cake. So, I would hold that one forever. 
remember. I know, yeah. <laughs> I know the guys, guys well, eventually when we do get this video hooked up, you'll see the reactions on our faces. And knowing that we made Tyler build up the anticipation for that, he was dying to get that out there. And I knew he was saving yeah. it for the top three, but yeah. I had a feeling it was going to be number one. <laughs> you can see the anticipation. Well, the entire time we were doing the list, I was trying to, I was in my head, like, which one is worse than Twilight? <laughs> and I kept thinking, I was like, Twilight just sucks all over. <laughs> yeah, and we did a pretty good job, guys. I think that was awesome. Yeah. So, um, another one, you know, uh, kind of some new things that I found out about Tyler is he likes uh, likings and werewolves and that whole series like I like. There you go. So I know we were talking with our ladies last time about they were like, what? You've got to check out Brotherhood of the Wolf if you haven't seen it. Uh, it was France, it was a France movie that got huge inter- international, like, overnight yeah. almost. It is, it's giving me chills telling you about it, actually. It's that good. <laughs> it's on my top ten of all time, like, best movies. Okay. And you really got to check it out. It's got a huge twist in it that makes it unbelievable. Okay. No, Brotherhood all, of the Wolf? It is all yeah. in French, but it's still... It's like you'll, no, you'll that's a dub. I watch animes in Japanese. So I, subtitles are not a problem. Yeah, so, so there, awesome. there you go. Check it out. It's a pretty good, pretty good movie. And then also a suggestion for our listeners, too. So, yeah, check so, out Brotherhood of the Wolf. Brotherhood of the Wolf. So you can find us, guys and gals, on JK Podcast 101 on our Twitter handle and our Facebook handle. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, on the app that you love and enjoy. So iTunes podcast app. I just showed my brother how you get on there. You find us by typing in the search yeah. bar, click subscribe, and automatically download the newest and latest episodes and send a notification to your phone so you can see, listen, hear with the orgasmic feels of our voices. <laughs> <laughs> and then always check us out also on your Android if you're a big fan of Android and you know uh, you want a way to get a hold of us without having to access everything. Just go this way, go that way. Just simply download Castbox. It's free. It's, it's a little purple app. And it'll actually send you an alert on your favorite podcast out go. there in the world that they bring together on this. There you go. You know, and then on top, on top of that, too, you can also find us on the good old-fashioned way, www.blogtalkradio.com yes. backslash JK Podcast. Type in the link, find all our newest and latest episodes on there, and then be able to go back and see some of the old-school stuff that we have. Now, another there, thing, too. There was one thing I was going to add into that. Go uh, ahead. Check out, make sure you check our uh, uh, social medias this week. We're going to be posting up some stuff. Um, um, yeah. Probably some surveys or something like that. See what you guys want to hear. See what you guys want to talk about. Yeah. Um, check out this week's, anytime this week before the next podcast, we're going to put up some stuff. So Absolutely. Yeah. The next podcast, too, guys and guys, because we're going to start doing a schedule next Sunday, same time, 9.15 Eastern Standard Time, uh, p.m., of course, not a.m. Because we know we're going to definitely need some beer that time. <laughs> so nine uh, nine fifteen p.m. next week on Sunday, we will have our next podcast, our twentieth episode to the saga yeah, that we yeah. have. That you can add to your best list, not the worst, the best. Um, <laughs> you can find us that way. And then of course, every time you download, listen, or subscribe, it helps us. It, it helps build revenue. It also builds more for our team here. So keep doing that for us. Look for some new uh, improvements that we're going to add to the podcast. And we'll definitely fulfill those needs for you guys to go. So without further ado, Kyle, what are we always doing? Always on the fly and just kidding. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> so we're just going to roll it out. And again, thank you guys and gals from around the world listening to our podcast night, episode 19, the Father's Day Rollout.
Absolutely. Uh, so go, go ahead and 